Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Morning with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. It is a good morning. It is a good Friday. Mm-hmm. We're picking up with a new devotional called Living Hope, a mm-hmm. countdown to Easter, which is in the Bible yes. app. There's a link to that in the description of this podcast if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, and then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 23 and 24, and it says this, He did not retaliate when he was insulted, nor threaten revenge when he suffered. He left his case in the hands of God, who always judges fairly. He personally carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we can be dead to sin and live for what is right. By his wounds, we are healed. The devotional is titled, Why Have You Forsaken Me? And it says, Imagine you're watching Jesus hang from the cross. The only way he can breathe is by pushing himself up using the nails in his wrists and ankles. As the day draws to an end, he musters what little strength he has left to pull himself up again so that he can cry out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? If we're being honest with ourselves, we've all probably had moments where we've asked God, Where are you in this? Why have you forsaken me? How should we respond when we find ourselves in situations where we feel alone, anxious, and forsaken? The words Jesus spoke on the cross were actually taken from Psalm 22, a prophetic lament written by King David. In many ways, this psalm is about Jesus, but it also provides us with three action steps we can follow when we feel alone. One, be honest with God about how you're feeling. Relationships start with being real. So if you're feeling forsaken by God, tell him that. Ask God your questions and prepare your heart to hear his answers. Two, give God glory anyway. Our feelings don't change the fact that God is worthy of being worshipped. In fact, it's often through worship that we discover the cure for our worry. When we focus on who God is, our perspective eventually shifts, even if our situation doesn't. Three, Remind God of his promises. Throughout Psalm 22, David basically tells God, I know who you are, and since you're always true to character, deliver me like you've delivered your people before me. Reminding God of his promises is not only an act of faith, but it also helps us remember the faithfulness of God's character. Ultimately, God's faithfulness was personified when Jesus was crucified. Jesus willingly suffered alone on the cross so that we could experience eternal companionship with God. Jesus is the prophetic fulfillment of Psalm 22. And because he endured separation from God, we never have to. Take a moment to reflect on Jesus' ultimate sacrifice for you. 
Wow, what a great way to kick off Easter weekend. Yes, so good. And these practical steps were a great reminder for me personally Mm -hmm. because I know that I can forget the number one step, which is be honest with God about how you're feeling. Yeah. I think it's easy for us to play the religious game of like, oh, no, I'm fine. Yeah. You know, how are you doing? Blessed and highly favored. It's like we play this game and we never really open up to how we're truly feeling. I think that's yeah. why there's so much church hurt is because we feel like we're supposed to put this mask on yeah. or put on this like badge on our clothing mm-hmm. as we walk into church as a Christian or we connect with community yeah. because it's like if we aren't walking in the spirit, if we're not you know, living those fruits of the spirit, then clearly we're maybe we're not close to God, Mm -hmm. but we're just not being honest with ourselves because we are humans and we struggle Mm -hmm. and scripture's full of that. Right. And I love that number one step, which is be honest with God because that's what it's, it's what makes us a child of God. Right. It's what makes us the heirs of God is what, it's what connects us to him is that authentic, the intimacy. Yeah, that authentic intimacy with him. Right. And we forget to do that. Yeah. And then that third step too, which is re- remind God of his promises. That's actually mm-hmm. one I had not done before. Yeah. I mean, well, I've, I've done it, but not like intentionally in my life. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've mm-hmm. done it when I've prayed over people. Yeah. But not for myself. And I really, I really like that reminder of yeah. like, wow, I'm going to remind God of his character, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. and that gets me all jacked up. Yeah, it's exciting. I, I feel like I remember that as a kid being taught that and that being a part of my prayer life kind of growing up, but I feel like I've gotten out of the rhythm of doing that. So I was also really encouraged by that. But something that really stuck out to me was at the very end that Jesus is the prophetic fulfillment of Psalm 22. And because he endured separation from God, we never have to. And it's not like I didn't know that, but there is such a peace knowing that we are never separated from God because of Jesus's sacrifice. So no matter what trial we go through, God is always there. And I don't know what it was about that one sentence, but I think that for me and maybe for you, that's a sentence that I really want to meditate on this Easter weekend, that because of Jesus' sacrifice, there will never be a time, there will never be a moment in my life where I am separated from the love of God. And there is just something about that that is so sweet and brings me such peace and such hope and such joy that no matter what we go through these steps, we're honest with God and we remind him of his promises and we give him the glory no matter what. And we get to do those steps because we're not separated from him because we get to have intimacy with him because of what Jesus did and it just, it, it takes my gratefulness and my thankfulness to a whole nother level. Yeah. And it's that thankfulness and gratefulness that will carry us through difficult times, especially mm-hmm. times when our faith is being uh, tested yeah. and we're going through trials of many kinds. Yeah. Because if you look at Psalms 22, I just love what David says right here. And he says this, every night I lift my voice, but I find no relief yet you are holy. And I'm just like, wow. Like, yeah, 
he goes on to say, our ancestors trusted in you and you rescued them. Yeah. And I just think it's so powerful that you just get to this place where if you can trust God with your eternity, then you can trust God with your today. Yeah, that's good. And I think that's worthy of praising him. Amen. You ready to praise on out? I am. I'm actually going to read the prayer that's in the Devo because I think it's super powerful. Dear Jesus, thank you for rescuing me from eternal separation from you. It's because you willingly endured separation from your Father that I never have to. Today, Lord, help me to pause and reflect on the magnitude of your sacrifice and to give you the glory you rightly deserve. No matter what I'm feeling, you are always worthy of my worship. So today, I choose to worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. And now's that perfect time to Mm -hmm. break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing into God on this Good Friday. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. The bed, eat thee.